Hey there, AVA Live Radio listeners. This is Jacqueline Jacks, and I'm here with you with some new Google news. Google's pulling YouTube from Echo Show and Fire TV as the feud with Amazon continues. Apparently, in the news, they're talking about pulling the YouTube app once again from Amazon's Alexa-powered Echo Show device. This will be followed by the app's removal from Fire TV as well. So if you were watching Google YouTube through these apps, you won't be able to get them any longer. As you may recall, Google wasn't happy with the way Amazon had initially rolled out the YouTube on the Echo Show. It looked different and was lacking a lot of features that YouTubers actually expect to happen. That led to Google pulling access to YouTube for Echo Show device owners earlier this fall. Now they did get around it and they actually launched a web version of YouTube, but then they found out about it and Google pulled that plug on that one too, saying that they violated the terms of service. So you won't be able to see that through the Amazon feature. The feud isn't just stopping there though. It's a broader battle between the two companies, which is also tied to Amazon's most recent decision to pull even more Google products from its online site where they had previously been available for sale. Now this girl actually ordered a really cool present for Christmas. I ordered the Google Home and the reason why is because Google is still the number one search engine out there and YouTube is still number two. I think it's a really good move that Amazon and Google are kind of splitting. I would like to see everybody get along, but in the end, anything that makes Amazon less powerful is something that I'm in absolute agreement with because I don't like the feeling that any one app can control everything. And the way they're going, the way Amazon purchased Whole Foods this year and, you know, how horrible that store actually is, I just don't think that they know really how to keep customers satisfied. Sure, they have the Prime membership and they have some benefits, but ultimately it's just free shipping and free returns, which is something that everybody can offer and a lot of people actually do. Now, as far as Google, I think Google really has a chance here to get some major action going in on through, through their services, especially with the new Google Home, which I'm going to be trying out and demoing on my YouTube channel coming up in January when it arrives. I think it's going to be here for Christmas. Can't wait to see how the features roll out, especially if I can watch YouTube videos through the service by adding a couple of little features. I think there's some add-ins or something, so I'll look into that. But this feud is actually going to have to do with a lot of people rolling down because what's actually happening is that you're now getting a division on video and it's important that you understand that because so many people watch YouTube, YouTube's cleaning up the space and they're also grabbing advertisers back. That's the reason why they've been cleaning it up. On New Music Monday this week, I'm gonna be talking about the channels on YouTube and why some have been deleted without warning and what is happening on the YouTube space. I'm also going to be talking about Apple and iTunes and what they have planned for the future of computers as well as the music platforms, as well as news coming up about YouTube itself and how to do better on the platform. This also with some Instagram changes that you might want to find out about. So don't miss the show that's coming up New Music Monday, look for 1211. When you look for it, it will be tomorrow at 8 a.m. Thanks for joining me.
Another head of our news story is Instagram is testing a standalone app for direct messaging, as if we needed another app. Instagram has changed a lot since its first acquisition by Facebook in 2012. Can you believe it's been that long already? The original premise was so simple, beautify your photos and share it to your friends in a couple of clicks. It was so nice and you used to be able to just scroll through and see so much and now it's just become a amazingly cluttered space filled with repetitive ads and people lobbying to be the number one influencer and a lot of fake news and things like fake advertising that has been purchased and not announced. I mean, there's just been all kinds of stuff going on in the space. But Instagram has videos and boomerangs, and it has all kinds of things like superstars and algorithmic feeds that help those superstars dominate the feeds, including ones that we know and love and also ones that we don't want to see anymore. But this direct messaging system, I just don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think we actually need it. It's kind of like the way that Facebook split the messaging, they have a separate app for Messenger as they do for Facebook. I would simply just like it to stay the same and keep it all in the same app. I really don't want to have to log into another app and have that going off with more advertising. But this is, you know, the way Facebook rolls. Instagram is testing out this feature. It's already started in Chile, Turkey, Italy, Portugal, Israel, some of the countries that um, they usually test these things on. And they said that they want the place to be more about moments and having private sharing with close friends as being a big part of that. But I feel like it already is. To make it easier, the more fun for people to connect this way is by splitting the apps. I totally disagree. A camera first app that connects seamlessly back to Instagram would be our, you know, way to do it. And I just can't understand why. Maybe they're going to make it make sense, but so far, even on Facebook, it doesn't make sense to me. The app will let you create and share stories and give you access to exclusive filters, boomerangs, and other creative tools on Instagram, which I feel like we already have, right guys? Of course, your Instagram friends are added instantly to the Instagram Direct app. This begs the question, why build a separate app for stuff that's already available and functioning within Instagram? I don't know. Can anybody think of a reason why this actually needs to happen? I mean, Instagram first just all out assaulted Snapchat, right? They just went after the Snapchat users. So many people ghosted Snapchat, jumped over to Instagram, just left their platforms high and dry with no announcements. And now Instagram is changing. Now I can honestly say that I know a lot of people that are Instagram users and they absolutely love it. And I love it too. But here's the thing. Every time we go all in on a platform, they make so many changes that it becomes liquid and nobody likes to be there and we all jump to another one. If you guys aren't seeing that at this point, get used to it because 2018, there's going to be a lot of changes to a lot of these apps. So if you didn't build a website, if you don't have your own space and you don't have an email list, you're really going to be left out in the cold because not only have we seen a lot of changes with Facebook, but Facebook owns Instagram and that, my friend, is enough said. As far as other apps, I still love Twitter. I think it's just been pretty honest. I like the fact that they have more characters that I can actually use. And I'm still loving the YouTube platform. I still think that there's a viable audience to be had there. 
And I find that with a little work, it's not really that hard to create great video feeds if that's what you're into. So there's a lot of apps out there too that we haven't even explored. We just typically talk about the main ones, but there's a lot of platforms, especially in blogging and storytelling. Think about that the next time you arrange your strategy for 2018. And of course, I'll be here with more news to help you guide your way. Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. New Music Monday is coming up, so don't forget to tune in. Another top story on the news for social media with Jacqueline Jacks on AVA Live Radio. YouTube is recruiting 10,000 new people in order to moderate the space. That's right, they're beefing up their team for 2018, and I, for one, have already seen huge changes. Channels are being deleted, people are getting their videos deleted, videos are demonetizing, it's just getting crazy on there, but for the better. They're actually doing this because, well, they're basically hiring like a small town of people, right, just to police the platform. And the reason why is because a lot of advertisers pulled their spots. You might have remembered that if you were following my show. They were pulling advertisement because they found a lot of videos to be problematic. In other words, they were targeting child abuse, violence among people, teens were fighting, people were bullying, banished from the platform are all of these kinds of videos and so much more. They're also already getting ready to get very sticky on misleading titles, even with educators and tutorials. So those videos will be demonetized at an alarming rate. I mean, they're already demonetizing like 50,000 videos and just deleting or 2 million videos and deleting like 50,000 channels. It's just crazy. I've even had, I have to say, one of my videos demonetized because the title was not, I think the title was good, but the title wasn't great. And it had some keywords in it that tip off the algorithm. So there's actually a list of keywords that you can't use now in your titles. If you'd like to pick those up, I will send them out to you guys at musicmarketinginsider.com. So just sign up for my newsletter. But getting back to the story, the news follows this huge scandal on videos share on video sharing sites related to the lack of policy around content aimed at children, obscene comments that are happening in those videos, and the horrifying abuse of children and animals and people. Like I said before, the company has suffered such great fallout from it that it has now decided to ban the bad actors, to ban the people that are exploiting children, especially parents that are exploiting their children on these videos. And we all know that animal videos and, ch and children videos, they all go viral. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. And that really kind of puts the parents in a bad position of utilizing their children for fame. So they want to put a stop to that. A good example is Toy Freaks. It actually was terminated because there were concerns around the fact that a father was getting his young daughters filmed to play with toys. And they thought that the situations that they were in were sometimes very questionable. So you can see that all this content and so much more is no longer going to be part of YouTube as they move into a new year and try to clean up their act, get more advertisers to the space, and become today's network. Removal also of anything that is endorsing violence or 
has explicit content is also going to be looked at and demonetized. They, like I said before, 2 million videos have already been removed. So just be careful what you're going to launch, plan your content accordingly. They said they're really going heavily on the algorithm to police the content, but they have actual people that they're going to be bringing on as well as what they have now to flag the violent, the extremists, you know, all of the stuff that really shouldn't be there and that causes people prank or pain or cruelty in any fashion. I for one love it because it has just gotten too aggressive out there and anything we can do to clean up this world and make it a happier place where they're not abusing the child labor laws that would be good I mean after all guys if you're monetizing a video it goes viral and you're getting your children to make it that really doesn't give them much of a childhood right it's basically exploiting child labor laws because they are actors at that point they say it's not reality TV but really isn't it I think it is. I think it's today's TV. What do you think? I'll catch you tomorrow.